Hello, this is the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. Each week we talk to one of your favorite WGN Morning News personalities. We ask them personal questions and try to make them squirm a little bit. We dig up the scuttlebutt and dish on the hot goss. Ross, what do you like most about this week's guest? I like this week's guest because she has the best animal voices in the business. What about you, Brian? What do you like about this week's guest? I love this week's guest because she laughs when nobody else will. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is morning show anchor Robin Baumgarten. Robin joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Good to see you both. How are you? Oh, am I supposed to pretend he's not here? No, you can. No, you can. <laughs> Brian and Ross, good to see you both. Good to see you, Rob. Yeah. I'm going to start over just because you, uh, so we'll just, and you can say good morning. You talk okay. to both of us. Yeah. Here we go. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is morning show anchor Robin Baumgarten. Robin joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? So we're pretending that other part didn't happen. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> See, this is, you guys got to let this Do podcast you wanna go. you want to sabotage me? you guys just got to let this go. No, but we got to, go I've got a little is. spiel I, I got to do We don't need here. to do it again. We don't I need gotta a spiel. Do the spiel. People know who I am. It's all good. We're good. No, Let's just get we're, to we're it. Not. I got, this it's is good. fine. This is good podcasting. This is good. It's better when it's like this. Yeah, but I got to do stuff here. I, I, I have business to attend to. All right. Well, we could just do it from now. We don't need to start over. We're good. This is great. Okay. I'm just going to... Say it one more you time. Can, He's go gonna right do ahead. It okay. yeah. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is morning show anchor Robin Baumgarten. Robin joins us now. Good morning. So we're really just saying hello three times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was super serious podcast. It's not super serious. <laughs> I just, just have some things I have to say. You go right I think ahead. We can cut, got, he's got we'll his script he together. wants to get through. You yeah. go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is morning show anchor Robin Baumgarten. Robin joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Good to see you both. Well, Robin, we work for Channel 9. This is a behind-the-scenes podcast where we learn secrets about you. Right. I was wondering if I could ask you nine very personal questions. Are you willing to answer my questions? Well, depending how personal they are. All right. <laughs> Time now for nine very personal questions. Okay. These are nine very personal questions. All right, Robin, are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. Yes. What is the best dessert? Oh, um, my favorite dessert? I love a coconut cream pie. Is it the best dessert ever? No, probably not. But yeah, I love a good, uh, I love a good brownie, you know, in a pinch. Is that it? Do yeah. I have to start over? Mm-hmm. No. no. <laughs> Do it again. What? Say something. Say something with caramel in it, Robin. Do it again. Which actor would play you in the WGN Morning News movie? Well, um, people always tell me I look like Flo from the progressive commercials. Hmm. Um I don't know if I could do much better than than Flo. Flo might be aiming high for me. Flo's a lot younger than me. So maybe, you know, if I had a Flo playing me, I wouldn't mind. That's fine. Yeah. Let's say you have three hours to yourself without any commitments. How do you spend that time? Oh, I, I mean, it's cliche, but I'd be sitting on my couch watching TV, whatever the newest streaming is. Is there a show you're watching right now? I just watched The Watcher. On Netflix and Inside Man. Did you see that one with Stanley Tucci and David Tennant? Uh, That's a real good one. little mini series thing like that, too. Are you watching Yellowstone? I love Yellowstone, but I didn't watch the newest episode yet. I haven't either. And I don't want to... Now I'm so spoiled by the Netflix and all these. Mm -hmm. I have to wait till all the episodes come out because I don't like waiting a whole week in between. So that's... I'll watch Yellowstone when they're all out. So you do the binge. I am a binger. Yeah. Very much so. 
which movie is the best movie? I have to go with Shawshank Redemption. I watch it every time it's on. Not, it, it could be five minutes in, could be five minutes left. I will sit through the whole thing. Perfect movie. That was Sarah Ginger's answer. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Love that one. What is your favorite word? Hmm. I like saying mopes a lot. I mean, I like to call Larry and Pat and Paul mm-hmm. mopes, but it makes me happy. They're not, it's not me, not too mean, a little quirky, but it it nails the idea for those guys, don't you think? I agree. Yeah. That's a good word, too. Mopes. Good. Least favorite smell? Ooh. Um, well, I mean, there's a whole lot of them. <laughs> Vomit would rank right up there mm. for me. I would probably mm-hmm. have to put that at the top of my list. Okay. Yeah. When you order a pizza, where do you like to order from, and what are your go-to toppings? Well, gee, um, I've moved a lot, so it just depends what neighborhood. I mean, when I used to live on the south side, we used to go to Vito and Nick's all the time um, with my grandparents. And then when I lived in the city, what did we do? We used to go to, um, <laughs> I don't remember. What have, I, what have I eaten now? I'm trying to think the last time I had pizza. I haven't ordered um, I've had Rosati's. Um, it just depends what's near my house. I really don't know. I've, I've moved, so I don't know what's near my house now. So. Paul Conrad said Dominoes, and that just seemed <laughs> so blasphemous. Well, he's, he, has an, he has a very refined palate. Yo, right. I am As not seen. like it, but I think my all-time favorite is probably Vito and Nick's. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and Baracos is good. They are kind of with those squares, too. Real thin with the, the pub style. Very good. Where's Baracos? It's on the south side. I don't know if it's other place. I think they have a chain of them. What do you think happens when we die? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to talk about religion or politics in general. I think everyone's got their own personal belief about what they think happens. But I'm just happy if things keep going. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice and you see people again? I don't know. You know, we'll see. Yeah. If you weren't at the old number nine, where would you be? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, my mom was a teacher. My sister's a teacher. I I just don't think I have the patience to be a teacher. I don't know what I don't know what I would do. You know what? I might like to be the announcer on the uh, tram at Brookfield Zoo. Oh. I would love that. You know, ride around. You're sitting all the time. You're just. I don't have to get out and look at the animals, but I can just talk the whole time. I remember Wendy Snyder said she used to do that when she was in high school, and I was very envious. I would love that. If I retire, tram on the Brookfield Zoo. So now, does this person, they don't operate the tram, they're just there. No, I think she might just be, you know, describing talking. it on the on the, yeah. on the the microphone. I don't know if she was driving too, that's Could a good question. Could you drive and announce at the same time? Is that? I don't know if I have I that skill that's set. I think fun. <laughs> Driving and announcing. It would seem like it, but, you know, I don't know. All right. That was question number nine. I had one last bonus question. It's a little controversial. This is a bonus controversial question. Are you ready? Yes. Ross's wife is having a baby soon. We got plenty of advice from the men at this television station, but do you have any advice for Ross? Um... For you or for your wife? (laughs) Yeah, right. Everyone's made it about me, so maybe for my wife. For your wife, tell her when she's in the hospital, she doesn't have to listen to what everybody who comes in tells her she should or should not be doing. She can do whatever the heck she wants, number one. If she wants the baby to sleep in the room, she wants it. You're so excited. Let her do whatever the heck she wants. No one knows any better, unless it's the doctor. 
but everybody else is going to give you their opinion. And also, I think I told you this, keep a standing babysitter every Saturday night. After the first couple weeks, you know, okay. once you get through like the first couple weeks, you will not regret it because you can always cancel. But you, even if you just get out for an hour, if you have someone on standby once a week, also get that book, Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Child. Okay. Happy by sleep. Dr. Weisbluth. He's like a Chicago doctor from years back, but someone clued me in after my first baby would not sleep. And you follow that book. Okay. It's like 30 years old. And I'm telling you, your kid will be sleeping through the night in a week. Really? It's an old book. And it's fantastic. What do they teach you? The idea is you think your kid's never tired. You're putting them down every other hour for a nap. It's like literally they're constantly going to bed. You think mm-hmm. the more they sleep, they're not going to sleep at night. But actually, the more they sleep, the more they sleep at oh. night. So you're just kind of making like a schedule. You would be amazed. Okay. Within a week, my kid was sleeping through the night after I got that book. Really? I okay. tell it to everybody. Yeah. Paul Conrad told us, you know, just put him in there and uh, let him sl- cry for an hour. And then what did he say? Then they'll cry Keep for 45 it. minutes. Yeah. Then after that, they cry for 30. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have really good No, advice, I think his but... wife was probably doing it. Yeah. You know, okay. so he's also the one who would not... I don't think he had, they had a stroller or a changing table or any of that stuff. <laughs> of course a, not. He's a strange duck. He doesn't duck. believe in that. No, he's a strange duck. Okay. That and then based off your babysitting thing, what are you doing on like January of next year? Are you available If I'm available, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a delightful house. I have, I am very, I'm booked. I'm booked you all are. January, February, March, and April. So oh, okay. once, you're, once your child's sleeping through the night, I will send one of my daughters out if you oh, need a babysitter. Okay, great. How right. about that? Set it up. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, this has been Nine Very Personal Questions. These are Nine Very Personal Questions. You're listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. More with Robin Baumgarten coming up. That wasn't so scripted, now was it? <laughs> Brian's like, I am going to that intro. Your... You should well, leave just... it in. You should leave it in, all four of them. I'm telling you, yeah, Brian, sure. it's more interesting. It's more interesting when people, with the sure. screw-ups, it's all my screw-up. It's not yours. You're no, trying to be professional. I it's mean, more interesting. Not... Just don't try so hard. That's like our show. <laughs> Every time we try, yeah. uh-huh. it's terrible. You just got to let it go. Yeah. You got to let it go. It's, it's better when you just run the whole That's good advice, really, thing. for just working. Here. Absolutely. Yeah, true. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, so now we have another segment. We do have another <laughs> segment. Okay. This isn't just still going. Gotcha. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. We're taking next week off, but when we return, we have three episodes left. Dean Richards, Annabella Vall, and Mike Toomey. So pick up your phone right now and dial 773-883-3323. Ask Dean, Anna, or Mike a question. Leave a comment. Leave a complaint. This is your chance to be a part of this magical podcast. Brian, what's that number again? That's 773-883-3323. You can leave a voicemail and ask them whatever you want. Then we'll play it for them when we record their interview and force them to answer your question. Make it interesting, make it funny, and let's have some fun. One more time, that's 773-883-3323. Call now. This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Robin Baumgarten. Hey, thanks, Robin. Ross, I heard you found a clip. Yeah, Brian, I found a clip with this, week, this week's guest. Nope, it's okay. Oh, I hey, mean, we'll really. Just start, we'll just start you know over. What? For, I'll just start. All here. of these mess-ups better be in the podcast. They're not going to This be. is the best part. No. It is the <laughs> best. I want to hear it again now, Ross. No. One, two, three, go. I also do have to do some editing. 
So you don't have to do any. This is fabulous, Brian. I like just talking to you guys like this. We don't want to be. You're unpo- missing an opportunity. We don't want to seem unpolished. It, that's better that you're unpolished. That's, <sighs> yeah, our, that's great. Is, we're very unpolished. Okay. This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Robin Baumgarten. Hey, thanks, Robin. Ross, I heard you found a clip. Yeah, Brian, I found a clip featuring this week's guest, Robin Baumgarten. Then I guess we should play a clip. Let's play a clip. Let's play a clip. All right, Robin, this segment is called Let's Play a Clip, and this clip gives listeners a taste of what you were up to before you came to WGN. Right now it's 56 at O'Hare, 57 at Midway, and 55 at The Loop. Excuse me. What's wrong, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Just, I had a phlegm buildup going wow. there, Jim. Yes, Sorry. There. Breathe in, breathe. <laughs> Thank you. Fellbeller? Yes. There you go. Go Thank ahead. I'll try and breathe and then push your stomach. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Push. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Feel better, Rob? Yes. Thanks, Jim. You try it, Wendy. All breathe, right. breathe, breathe. No. Push to your toes! <laughs> oh, God. Excuse me. God, that happens pretty easily. One more time, Robin. Breathe in and in and push to your little toes! <laughs> Whoa. What no, else? you again, Wendy. All Breathe right. in and in and push hard! Oh. Now, Robin, one more time. Breathe in and in and in. Push, push, push! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Where did you guys find that? I think we played that clip on the morning show, but that was from your time working at The Loop, correct? It was. So I was, uh, God, I was there for five or six years. Anyway, I was mostly on the Jonathan Brammeyer show, Mm -hmm. but I'd fill in on the Kevin Matthews show, too. And that was Jim Short's iconic sports caster uh, and Wendy Snyder, who I just mentioned. And uh, boy, it just seems... You know, sometimes you look back at your resume and, you know, Larry could be like, I won this award, I won this award, and mine is a series of fart jokes. And <laughs> Right. So a, a, a training ground for WGN. <laughs> That's exactly a- right. I'm like, oh my gosh. I didn't realize that. That was pretty much my whole radio career was stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that wasn't the real clip. We just wanted the fart joke. So I'm going to play oh, there's one another more one. clip. Okay. Well, if you put your ear to the window, you might be able to hear the sound of swirling propellers. Let's oh, see boy. if we can... Uh, Let's see if it's working. Robin? Give it a try. Oh, yes. Here she is. On the air. What a great view up here. I can't (laughs) believe how great it is. It's so much better. I had no view at all from my closet, and here I am on top of the world this morning. (laughs) I'm telling you, now I know how the people at Kitty Hawk in uh, 1903 felt watching the Wright brothers take off. This is awe-inspiring. <laughs> Just call me Wilbur. <laughs> so was that your first day in Sky yep. Cam? That was or my first day first, of Sky Cam? That was the first day we had Sky Cam. Wow. Uh, if, I think we might have had Sky Cam before, you know, and then we brought the one in where I could ride in it. So once they had, that was when they had, you know, someone riding in the helicopter. That was huge. That yeah. was a huge trend back there. Like, oh, my God, it seems like a million years ago. Where or, were you filing your reports before? Like in they, a... Back behind uh, the old um, one, it was at Studio, what are we in, Studio 3 now? We're so Studio stu- 2 now, it was Studio 3. Studio 3, uh, there was a little closet, literally a closet, yeah. where I would do the traffic reports right. with a microphone in there. Okay. And so they had like a camera mounted on the right. ceiling. It looked like I was in the witness protection program. Did you have a TV in there? Did you know I what had was like going a, on? Yeah, I had a monitor, okay. but it was like, you know, it was this little, little closet. And yeah. then I'd come out to the set for a lot of the hits, but I'd, I'd produce the traffic in there and then okay. do some of the 
because I was doing radio at the same time as I was doing traffic in the beginning. So, so Sarah Jindra now does a great job, but I always think of you of like the queen of traffic. Like we ever lose Sarah Jindra when I'm producing, you jump right in and you're I love on it. it. You're, it's you're in still your blood, tra- Rod. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> it's in your blood. What what drew you to like Skycam? I mean, obviously you were starting in traffic, but just being up there, just something new every day. Well, I think, uh, I mean, when I started in radio in the city i mean i was right out of college and that was the Mm -hmm. only job i could get was driving for shadow traffic i would drive you know i was like one of the fleet people that you'd be in the car sitting in traffic before they had sensors under the roadway yeah so i would call on a cb radio back to shadow traffic (laughs) and be like uh and you try and see it from the other direction yeah the stevenson's jam from cicero into damon and you see you drive in traffic for eight hours you know what i mean but the big thing was if you were sitting in traffic and you saw an accident and you're on the scene that's how they this before they had cell phones and so they would call you know i'd get to have to stand by on my two-way radio have it and if i got to be on the air if they said robin baumgarten's on the stevenson at cicero where there's a big accident i'd be like thanks joe uh two lanes are blocked out but and i would thought that was the greatest thing ever when you get on you know after doing it in college but you're like oh my god i'm on chicago right. radio it was huge you know so then they just have you fill in and work you know, editing up in the office. Mm. So it was about six months I was on the road full time to answer your question. Yeah. So you'd be on radio through a CB radio? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's how old I am, Brian. So yeah. were you were you driving and on the radio? Um, they'd say you should pull over and mm. stand by, but you know. You're a rebel. I, I, sometimes, you know, you got to be, you're in the middle of the action. You, you can only do, you can only do what you can do. Good training for the tram at Brookfield Zoo, though. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so that's how I got in. And so I started doing traffic on the ones on WMAQ. And then I did like a night shift on the loop with Ed Till and Chuck Kopic, <laughs> doing traffic like once an hour. And then when the spot opened on Brandmeyer's show, I got to start doing traffic on his show. That was huge. So, I mean, traffic was never my dream. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know where to get. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, but I didn't know any of the roads really until right. you start you know, sitting into that. And you've day. never lost it. Now you've now you're you like, see, oh, you can't, I, I know where that's now at. Now it's like, you're like, nope, nope. Where's the delay start? Where's it end? Where do you get off? Where right. do you, you know, you'd say a training ground from yeah. when you're, yeah. So how did you make that transition then from the chopper to the anchor desk? How did that I begin? think they started the, um, they'd have me fill in every now and then I used to news and radio. So I, and I, I had a news background and then I'd file reports at like doing traffic uh on the road with robin reports okay. like every sunday and yeah. so um i think when they started the 5 a.m half hour of the show they had me do traffic and then they'd have me anchor and paul was like the co-anchor with me except they wouldn't, they wouldn't let paul read the read news, news. <laughs> because he can't get through a script is very hard he, can't, he just has a hard time reading god bless him god bless him but it's so it was just us two doing that for like half an hour and yeah. then I think I went uh, on maternity leave, and when I came back, Roseanne had left. Okay. And so they just, I think they probably are just like, well, let's just have her do it. It's yeah. easy for now. Take we'll a try shot. her out. Right. And it just, I got lucky. I got really lucky that they kind of kept me doing that. What was so. Larry's first reaction to he, you oh, as well, an Emerson man well, from Well, you Boston. know he makes jokes like, remember the good old days when Robin was in the helicopter? I think he liked it. I think <laughs> yeah. he liked it better. Right. <laughs> But now he's, I mean, how many years ago was that? Let's see. Yeah. Mary was born and it's been 15 years. No, wait. Mary's 18. 18 years that we've been uh, anchoring together. Best 18 years of his life. Yeah. And of yours? And of (laughs) mine. Seriously, though, we joke about WGN. 
It is a great place to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's been, it's been 26 years now, I think, but it's there's been all these ebbs and flows. But for the most part, I think the thing that's been constant is the people are great people. The management are good people. And I think just being on this show, the nature of this show, we joke about it, but the fact that they let people be their authentic selves oh, yeah. is it yeah. doesn't happen anywhere. No. You know what I mean? I think people try and recreate it, but they forget mm-hmm. it's not about, let's get this funny person, let's get... It's just anywhere where you watch people just being themselves because you can't, I don't think you can fake who you are. It eventually comes out on the air, you know? And that's all people want to see is authenticity, I think. But And so the management has kind of let us do that. Thank goodness. And I mean, the fact that we've all been able to stay together this long has really been amazing, I think. So it's unusual that, I mean, because I think we all have our strengths. I mean, I I think my coming from the radio background, I'm used to just kind of, you know, being able to roll with the punches. Maybe that's my strength. Yeah, Larry's is, he's got a, I mean, wonderful, unbelievable news sense. He's a straight man. Mm-hmm. Paul is, you know, he's the funniest person you'll ever meet, but he's also the kindest person you'll ever meet. Larry's lovely too. He's a great person too. <laughs> Don't mean to say that, yeah, Larry. Right. I love you too. But, um, but he's also has great news sense too. Right. So I think all of that kicks in for all of us when yeah. it has to. And I mean, I know Pat joined the party, you know, maybe 10 years after we did, but it, it's it been seamless the way he fits into the mix. And we all just genuinely like each other. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's they're, I, they're all great people. And seriously, I'd say the same about Dan, Lauren, Morgan, yeah. Sarah. I love, these are all people I really enjoy spending time with. And it's, you know, I'm sure I, you go to a lot of places in radio and TV where this is like a leaping off. Pe- people just want to be famous. It's just I want to be on TV. I want these are people that just really genuinely want to be here. It feels right. like and are just genuine people. And it, I think that comes through. And I don't know how we've lucked out getting great people like yeah. that over the years that just want to enjoy the place and have fun. I mean, I feel really lucky that I've been able to be here for this long. You know, right. So being in the industry for over 20 years, do you ever think about what's next? Well, don't you, I mean, you don't think I got that Brookfield Zoo thing in the back of my mind? I I mean, I could always do that. I got, I mean, I could always do that. So it's like. Look at the animals. Yeah. Just do voices. My voices. I mean, it's a perfect, so I got that in my hip pocket. No, you'd be working like nine to five too. So I don't (laughs) even realize that. I mean, do they have a four hour shift at the Brookfield (laughs) Zoo? I don't know. So what do Ross and I have to do to get in the Skycam 9? It seems like really difficult to get up in there. There's all these insurance things I know mm. because we tried for a while. I remember, you know, when you come up with all these sweeps ideas, like let's let a viewer ride in Skycam 9. stages. Yeah. like, nope. It's mm. all, it's like Sarah's insured for it and the right. cameraman and the and the pilot. And then mm. I think that's, pro- I'm sure it's tied into that. So Did you have something you remember as like your favorite Skycam stunt? It wasn't like a stunt, but I remember when, do you remember that that guy was climbing the Sears Tower? Mm. Mm-hmm. He's still, I think it's Elaine Robert, the French yeah. guy who scales all those big buildings. <sighs> One of my finest moments. You know my pronunciations are not the best. Mm. This is, <laughs> so So I, you know, they, get, they send me the spelling. They're like, you know, they're telling me in my ear, this is the guy who's climbing. They figured it out because we had been following it with Skycam. It was pretty cool. Okay. I mean, yeah. it, it's terrifying now that I think right. that we're doing that live because who knows what could happen. Right. But I'm like, yes, Larry, we are just getting word that this man's name is Alan Roberts, <laughs> and he is from France. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, 
It's Elaine Robert. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't. You were doing Southside pronunciation. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it's just a come on. Yeah, it's Alan Roberts. What are you going to do? It's Alan Roberts. Does, you know, what are you going to do? It's fine. It's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Stay tuned. We've got a fun surprise coming up next. Time now for checking in with Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for checking in with Conrad. Each week I check in with morning show weatherman Paul Conrad. Let's check in with him now. Hey, Paul. Hey, Brian. How are you? Good. Hey, Paul. Can you do me a favor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you close your eyes for me? Okay, yep. I would ask the listeners also to close their eyes. Oh, this is nice. And I want you to imagine that you're in a jumpsuit. Oh, okay. An orange jumpsuit. All right. And you're on death row. Oh. And they've said to you... This is it. Okay. And they say, hey, before we pull the plug, yeah. you get one last meal. Ooh. What are you having? Ooh. Uh, I think I'm going to have uh, some, uh, probably a New York strip steak with uh, some horseradish on there and maybe like a walnut uh, nutty bread with some butter. And then I'd like a side of mashed potatoes, uh, if that's possible as well. Uh, with a little extra butter on there. And then for dessert, if it's all right, I don't know who's doing all the cooking, but, you know, my favorite dessert is an ice cream sandwich. Uh, I am crazy about them. I started them when I was in, I don't know, junior high school. And, uh, you know, I went many, many, many years without having them. And then they started showing up in my house maybe six months ago, and I've kind of fallen in love with them again. So maybe two or three uh, ice cream sandwiches. The, I think the lower the quality, uh, the better, because it takes me back to whatever they were serving up at my high school. I can't tell an exceptional one from a bad one, so just give me a bad one. What's on your mind, Paul? Uh, you know what's on my mind is I'm uh, troubled. I've had these thoughts about how we're blowing past Thanksgiving, right? And Thanksgiving is falling off as far as the priorities, right? And it's a day where we're supposed to give thanks to God for his abundant blessings, and we're moving on to Christmas. And so I've been trying to think, boy, how do we stop this foolishness? And the only thing that has been crossed my mind is how do we off Santa? Because, like, he's really the instigator behind all of this. And if we could get rid of him, more people would pay attention to Thanksgiving. It's, I haven't thought it all the way through, obviously, because there would be some ramifications and some people would probably have their feelings hurt. But... Uh, we got to figure out to what extent we want to give thanks. So that's what's on my mind. So you may actually be on death row. I <laughs> soon. <laughs> There's a chance. Remember, any kind of ice cream sandwich is fine. All right. This has been Checking In with Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for Checking In with Conrad. We'll have more with Robin Baumgarten coming up. This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. We're here with Robin Baumgarten. Robin, it's no secret that you grew up on the south side of Chicago. I understand you have a story you're going to tell us about your childhood. Well, you know, everyone hears me talking about my father, the Tile King, and growing up on the south side. And I mean, it's it's a running joke. All my friends know my father because he's quite a character. He's a big personality, right? So favorite story we like to tell. My sister and I are in high school and... Uh, 
Jim Cairo's having a party, 55th and Mozart. You know, we hear about it and we're like, okay, we're going to go. So me and Becky and my friend Eileen load up into the Buick Riviera and we're, we go to 55th and Mozart. Great, you know, basement party. It's middle of winter and uh, my friend Eileen leaves the party. You know, it's getting close. We had like a midnight curfew, 1230. Mm. I'm like, oh God, I'm getting ready to go and I don't have my keys because my friend Eileen left the party because I didn't carry, I didn't want to ruin my outfit by carrying my keys, okay? So she had left the party and we don't have the keys to the Buick Riviera. And then, you know, it gets busted by the cops or something and it's freezing and it's snowing outside. So we have to borrow Jim Cairo's phone and call my dad and get... (laughs) Now we lived in Burbank, so that's a good... 55th and Mozart's in the sea. It's a good half hour, you know, solid half hour, probably 45 minutes in the snow. And it's right around when we should be home already, like quarter to 12. So I call my dad. I'm like, uh, Dad? He's like, yeah. Uh, we're at, uh, can you, we left, we left party with the keys. He goes, be outside. And he hangs up. So we're waiting out there. Now everyone, the party's clearing out. There's nobody left. It's freezing. We're not allowed back in the house, you know. And so it's, you know, we just got our party clothes on. We look fabulous. <laughs> Standing outside, you know, I got like my limited sweater on. I got my my leather belt on, my suede boots, the scrunch boots that were, you in know, the they're getting snow? ruined in the snow. Oh, getting no. ruined. It's a nightmare. What year is this? Oh, 86. Okay. So... All of a sudden, we're waiting, we're waiting, and we see this big brown station wagon come tearing around the corner. We're like, oh, finally. Yeah. You know, people are standing out there. We're like, oh, here's our dad, you know. Hey, dad, over here. Now he's tearing it. Mm. We're watching, we're watching. You just see the driver's side window go down. An arm goes out the window, and he whips the keys out <laughs> into the snow and keeps driving. <laughs> We're like, Dad. So we are digging through snow banks mm-hmm. for another half an hour trying to find the keys to the Buick Riviera to get home. <laughs> we were grounded for like three weeks after that mm. because uh, we woke him up and that's my life in a nutshell. That's, I was grounded half of my life for stupid things like falling down the stairs, going through the car wash with, with the sunroof open. Oh I just grounded. Yeah. So, but, but you learned a lesson? I, never to call my father after midnight. You can't call my father during a Bears game. He won't answer the phone. The house could be on fire. He will not answer the phone. Um, you know, these little quirky things that you, that you learn, you know, to... Growing up on the South Side, you got a set of rules, and uh, don't call Gary Baumgarten after midnight. So wait, you said you were grounded for falling down the stairs? Yes. So my sister has stolen uh, my uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse uh, color forms, and we lived in a bungalow, and she went <laughs> tearing down the stairs, the bungalow, you know the house, yeah. all those, mm-hmm. all on the one side. Right. She goes, steals it, goes tearing down. I go running after her and I lose my footing and go boom, 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 all the way down at the bottom. My father's watching a football game. He's angry. He can't hear. Right. And he gets up and he goes, that's it. You're grounded for being stupid. <laughs> In for a week. I'm like, I didn't do anything. And Becky's sitting there over there going like this. She's the same one who took the, the Twinkie and sucked all the cream out, put Miracle Whip in there and uh-huh. rewrapped it. And gave it to me, thinking I was having a Twinkie with Twinkie with Miracle Whip inside. How was it? It was terrible. <laughs> Bad smells, 
There we go. Would oh. rank right up there, Brian. So, so what I hear is you got framed a lot as a child. Uh, t- I was an innocent, yeah. an absolute innocent, much like I am now. I'm right. just, a, you know, I'm a punching bag. Right. See, <laughs> I know my father's never going to listen to this. He can't figure out where to find podcasts, so I'm safe. Did you take that parenting advice uh, with you? You know what's you weird? You will find this, Ross, that one day you wake up and you're like, this is what my father used mm. to do, and I'm acting completely irrational. It's just, it's in your genes. Yeah. And it, one day you will wake up and go, what am I doing? Right. And you see that look on your kid's face like, <laughs> that you know, <laughs> you used to have. And it's like, oh, that's where I, I, I got to do a 180 on this one. And it's like, you're like, oh, who's leaving the lights on? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do we work for ComEd? You think this is free free water? Uh, you know, it's just, yeah, you become, it, it, yeah. it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. See what's ahead for you, Brian. That's a few years down the road. You never know. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm going to be single forever. You're yeah, good. I, oh, never say never, Brian. No. The ladies hear this podcast and they're going to be all. You never know, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like he needs a good South Side girl. <laughs> yes. Mm, maybe. Wouldn't that be lovely? It would. Yeah. Well, who's to say, Brian? Right. Who knows? <laughs> uh, is Gary available to come on the podcast? Here's the thing. My father works blue all the time, and he <laughs> will slip in and out of swearing, and he has no idea he's doing it. So over the mm. years, I mean, it's been 25 plus years, mm-hmm. there's only one instance where we had him on the mm. show. It was mm-hmm. for one of my birthdays, and he brought my two girls when they were little oh, in. Okay. yeah. He can't be trusted. I mm. mean, he started talking, and you knew the next word out of his mouth was going to be... <laughs> A curse word. A curse word. Yeah. It's just, I grew right. up with it. It's yeah. like, it's it's part of, I mean, it's just, it's a miracle that I'm not saying, you know, swear words every five minutes mm-hmm. because he just, he, it's woven into a tapestry. He's like, he literally is a poet with the swear words. I don't know how he does it, but he can't be trusted is the point. If you're going to edit, I guess it's possible, <laughs> okay. but um, yeah, that's why he hasn't been on the morning show because he can't be trusted in a live format. You don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. I mean, I would definitely edit if it, if it meant we could <laughs> yeah, get them on. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so as you've, um, you know, you have girls now. Do you, have you ever tossed the keys out the window to your daughters <laughs> as they've been stranded? I have, I mean, I had this one moment I remember with my daughter where I don't, I think I had a sitter that stayed with us for, you know, while I was at work. They used to come every day in the morning. And she never called me about anything that was going on. And she said uh, one time, she's like, uh, and she was really sweet. She's like, I don't want, I didn't want to say anything to you, but Anne has been kind of snotty to me lately. Like she won't listen to me, and you know. And she said, she said something to her, like really. And Anna has been on the show recently. She's like quiet as a mouse, yeah. never said anything. So she must have like said something really nasty to. I couldn't believe it. And she was like nine years old or something. So I was so angry. <laughs> I went to her school and I'm like, uh, I got to take Anna out for a doctor's appointment, you know? And then they're like, okay. She comes out thinking she's, you know, I'm like, the next time you do that, I'm going to come to your classroom in a bathrobe and pull you out of your classroom. <laughs> if you ever talk to her like that again, mm-hmm. you're going to go home and write a thank you note, and then you're coming back to school, and you're grounded for a week. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I was mortified. Yeah. And I'm like, and don't think I won't do it. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
is something my father would do. And yeah. it's like, but it's like, that's where your mind goes. You're like, that's right. a completely rational thing to do. <laughs> Not talk about it after she gets done with school. It's like, I'm going to talk to her right now about it. Yeah, right. And now that Anna's probably like, oh. Right. So she's, I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. Not scarred at all. No, that won't come back. Yeah. The bathrobe threat, that's a nice touch. That does right? feel like something your I, dad might do. It, uh, believe me. Yeah. He was out on our front lawn uh, <laughs> trimming bushes in the, his favorite outfit is the gym shoes and the robe. Oh. Trimming the bushes. And we'd have to pick up all the, the trimmings, you know. But he's, a, they're robe people, my parents. They love, they will, five really? o'clock hits, he's in a robe. <laughs> my mom's in the zip up terry cloth robe it's like what are you doing it can you just stay dressed until you go to bed why why does anyone need a robe unless you're going from the shower to the closet i it's like loungewear for them but he'll wear the robe with the gym shoes in the house while he's watching a football game i there's there's so many layers to the onion brian it's a miracle i'm sitting here with you is all i'm gonna say do you do the robe or No, no. Let's I mean, peel back the onion. That's, yeah. I tell you, though, my sister, they had like a some type of an electrical fire or something in their house in the middle of the night. And so she and my brother-in-law had to go stay at my parents' house for a night. And it had happened at like, you know, 4 o'clock. And they go over there at 5.30. My brother-in-law had never seen Robe Town, you know, because it's Robe Town yeah. after 5 right. o'clock. And he goes over there, he's like... What is everyone doing? He's like, yeah, we're just watching TV, eating popcorn. Come on in. Craig, why Why is everyone in a robe? What is going on? Right. He, he went and slept at the smokehouse because he couldn't take it. The one that I just it's did an the awkward fun. pajama party. It's a, just on. a weird, like, what is going on? It's just his loungewear. It's loungewear. <sighs> anyway, wasn't this fun? It <laughs> has been fun. I learned a lot. Yeah, it, actually, when you really, with this context, yeah, things kind of make sense. Yeah, see, <laughs> do you see what I mean? It's, I mean, come on. It's the fact that I've been able to keep on the straight and narrow, relatively speaking, all these years. You have. I, I mean, well, I mean, it's. I'm still sitting here. You know, I've outlasted. That if nothing else, I mm-hmm. might not. See, my, my dad's rule of thumb was, don't show off. Don't fall behind. Just stay right in the middle. And then sometimes people don't. You wake up and she's still there 26 years later. You're just riding it out in the middle. Don't show off. Not falling behind. Right in the middle, Brian. That's all you do. That's like the best advice I think Genius. I've ever been given. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the secret to Robin Baumgartner. Yeah. Just right in the middle. I'm still. Wait a minute. She's still here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Costanza like, when he quit and he yeah. just keeps going back to work. Yeah. It's like wait a minute. She's still here. She hasn't been here 26 years. What is she? Oh, I guess she. Well, she's still there. Wait, where is she? <laughs> Keep showing up. Yeah, just show up. Yeah. Say it, Brian. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. There you go. <laughs> I, that's really difficult for me to. Right in the middle. I really like nope, to no, show no, off. I know. Oh, Brian. No, no. Brian. Here's the problem. If you show off too much. You're going to be too good. And they'll be like, let's have him do five more things. You're so right. No. That's what I'm running into. You got to be like, uh, no, no, it wasn't that great, but we'll just, it's fine. Right. Yeah. It's fine. We'll keep going. You, otherwise, you're going to have 25 projects on right. your plate. And to go back to Constanza, I just walk around the newsroom going, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I got to get on. Get to it. Get to it. See? I need a Penske file. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little niche. Yeah. I think you got to know Seinfeld for yeah, these jokes now. That was very good. <laughs> All right. Well, Robin, each week we ask listeners to call in and ask questions for our guest. Here's a voicemail from this week. Oh. Hi, this message is for Robin. Hi, Robin. 
Um, so I know the guys always make fun of you that like, you know, we can't give Robin extra work and that you're the second person to leave right behind Paul. And of course we see you every weekday morning from six to 10, but I was just wondering what is a typical day in your work life look like? Thanks. Well, you're looking at it. See, it's 10. What, what time is it now? Oh my goodness. I mean, this, this is late. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? I get up at about three get to work about 4.30, you know, get a little frosting because this doesn't happen by accident. Tease the the main and yeah. read a little script or two, do the magic on the show if there's a post-show meeting. Otherwise, you know what? You know, I've realized I'm not feeling guilty about what I leave anymore because Paul Conrad's two steps ahead of me. And you know who... I made the mistake of going back to my office after the show one time. You sometimes do that just to wave and... Just to see, so people see you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do you know what I noticed? I'm hanging in my office. Big Lair, I think he waits until after Paul and I leave just to say make us feel bad that he's staying an extra five minutes. Now, granted, he does work harder than me. I will give it to him. But I think a lot of times he has nothing to do, and he is just staying an extra five minutes to make us look bad, so... Again, not showing off, not falling behind, right in the middle. And if you add in drive time, that's an eight-hour day. That's a huge eight-hour day. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Hi, my name is Peter Mead, and I was listening to about uh, long johns. In the Pacific Northwest, long johns are called maple bars because they are primarily covered with maple glaze. They also have the chocolate ones, but it's... It's not just a Midwestern thing. That's what they call them here, but they're called something else somewhere else. So just so you know. Well, was that one for me? <laughs> Maple glaze on the Long Johns? Is that what it was? <laughs> I, You know what? I don't know what to say. I have not, I literally have nothing to say about that. You're left speechless. I'm left speechless, and uh, there we go. Good morning. Watch this show every day. Love it. How do you guys get a full work day? The morning guys, the, the B team is on for two hours. You guys are on for a couple hours. Only how, how do you get a full work day? Uh, please explain how, for youngsters, how a news anchor on TV, what their day is like. Thank you. Well, Pete, it sounds like a lot of people want to know what the heck I'm doing with my with my free time. Well, there's the stress of of live TV. So it's like an eight-hour day packed into a four-hour day, I like to say, because it's you have to think on your feet, you got a lot of things happening, and that's my excuse for working my technically an eight-hour day with mm -hmm. commuting yeah. for us. I don't think people realize it is to be on that desk for four hours, live television, news, it's, it is a lot. It's a lot. You do have to think on your feet, but I, I'm under no illusion that I'm you know working hard there's people that work really hard for a living and I, it's the best job in the world the best job in the world so I'll be the first to say it yeah listen my name is Claude Stream it's C-L-O-G-S-T-R-E-A-M Claude Stream I'm the brother of Puddles the Clown Puddles the Clown you know Puddles the Clown I'm his black sheep brother. He ain't never talked about him, see? Okay, so I want to call back. I don't have a lot of time. I haven't heard a beep yet. All I can hear is my voice in the background. But 
I want to call back. My name is Clogstream. I'm Puddles to Clowns, Black Sheep Brother. Okay? All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Boy, that seems like a call you could handle, guys. You can call him back. <laughs> what should I say to him? That's up to you. That is up to you. I don't think I'm going to call him back. You have to Clog admire. Stream. You have to admire his commitment to the bit. You know. Right. Yeah. Hi, this is James from Sydney, Australia, and I'm a loyal WGN Morning News viewer. Don't ask how I managed to get through this call. My question for Robin is. TV stations, especially during February, May, and November sweeps periods, they might give away cash, do a special investigation, interview some big some big celebrity, or even go to the ends of the earth. But you guys, you cook retro stuff, <laughs> and somehow its ratings go through the roof. Why is that? And do the viewers just want to see Robin out of her element. Thank you, and I love the show. Bye-bye. Are the ratings through the roof? On the- <laughs> That's debatable, but I think the secret of that segment is Paul Conrad eating it. I mean, people can make all kinds of weird stuff, but the fact that that man will try and choke down whatever <laughs> horrific <laughs> thing I make is the beauty of that segment. The man mm-hmm. is, the, the, he's unflappable. Right. As, you you're, as you're making this stuff, do you are you like trying to make it as terrible as possible? Sadly, no. Oh. (laughs) Sadly, these are my best efforts. I'm telling you, I'm following the recipe. Like today's, I mean, it literally, I was following it to the letter and I still screwed it up. Mm. So, what was it exactly? Today was um, hot dog and pickle jello mold. And I didn't add enough it was gelatin. A flat. It, it was literally liquefied, and I so I it was it was solid when I left, but the consistency I uh, I didn't have enough. Ge- anyway, I mean, is that a surprise? That I mean, it's this big surprise is that I can actually, even when I have the recipe in front of me, I still manage to screw it up. So maybe that's part of the fun of it too. Is that you know is and what the, really? I'm a terrible cook, and it it is what it is. What are you gonna do? What, how did Paul react? I didn't see. He tried it. He said uh, the pickles could have been sweeter, and the uh, hot dog <laughs> did not taste good. So it was a little gelatinous, mm. a little liquefied, consistency kind of a vomit, and he managed to Oof. fish around and uh, still eat a piece of pickle and a piece of hot yeah. dog. <laughs> Despite it, he always takes two bites. He does. It's like, why? He's like, why? let me just see if it's as bad as I thought that first bite was. <laughs> right. He will, oh, yeah, so you got to give it to him. So that's the beauty of that segment, so. Another thing, were you surprised that we have a caller from Australia? Yeah. I Was he? It's a, I, I, it sounded like me doing a Sydney <laughs> accent. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you know, but I don't care. He's not, I'm glad someone's watching. That's great. So, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Global reach, Ross. Mm-hmm. Sir, if you really are from Australia, we don't mean to alienate you. Of course you. not. It's <laughs> uh, lovely. It's possible yeah, that you are. Australian accent, so you don't uh, alienate him. Now, that's a knife. That's my crocodile Dundee. Nailed it. Thank you. All right. Don't forget, listeners, we have three episodes left. Dean Richards, Annabelle Laval, Mike Toomey. If you've got a question for one of them, call 773-883-3323. One more time, that's 773-883-3323. Robin, do you have anything to promote, like a movie or a book? (laughs) Her face. Like, huh. Um, You don't have to have written it. or. I was going to say... Um, am I watching anything? You know, I'm not even really watching anything right now or 
am I reading anything right now? I reread Pride and Prejudice again oh. for like the 15th time. Um, she was. I got to get a hobby. I mean, I really do. I and why I should have something to promote. What should I I don't know. I got I got nothing. You should be reviewing shows uh, if you're if you're going through them. I guess. I mean, but then watching becomes work. Yeah. Again, well, yeah. and then stay, it's stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. middle, Ross, right in the middle. What are you doing? So yeah, so the answer to that is no. But thanks for having me on anyway, even though I have nothing <laughs> yeah. to promote. Watch WGM Morning News. There we go. There that's all go. I got. Nobody said that yet. <laughs> right. So that's good. Yeah. Stick to your day job. Yeah. All right, Robin, do you have any questions for us on the way out? I don't know how you guys are still awake. Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all the time we have. You've been listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. Tune in in two weeks for Dean Richards. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McBee. And, and good, good morning, morning Chicago. Chicago. Or whenever you're listening to this. We love you. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Do you really mean it? I do. This was lovely. You guys do a great job. Thanks for having me. WGN Morning News Podcast. Why is everyone in a robe? What is going on? I'm going to lunch. We're going to go to uh, Fogo de Chow. And, just, uh, have, I'm like, and then it goes, wait. My darling... I hunger for your touch. What's your bra size? Quit. <laughs> hey, Dean. Your donuts blow. As far as my underwear goes, um, extra small. Can I borrow $5,000? Absolutely not, Brian. You never lend money to family or friends. Are we friends? Hey, guys. Larry Potash here. Listen to the full episode of WGM Morning News Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Hello. This is Cecil from the Northwest Suburbs, and I have a question for Robin. If I told you that Mr. X likes to chew on his own toenails, would that be a reason to go on a date with me? I asked my mom, and she said it's okay. Thank you for your time and consideration. Love, Cecil. Thank you for listening. I love you. Don't call Gary Baumgarten after midnight.